Hello and welcome, 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 welcome back to another edition of Kent and the Steering Team. Back for another week of fun and frivolity with Drew, myself, Phil. Uh, unfortunately, Kent can't be with us. He's actually at a, a Christmas party, but anyway. On with the show. Mr. Drew, how are you? I am quite well. I am um, recovering from our own Christmas party right now. Mm, yeah. mm. Uh, how, how are I'm, you? I'm quite well. I managed to uh, pull up quite well, actually. No issues whatsoever on my end. That's what happens when we have um, Maccas right after. Yes, it soaks up any source of alcohol, and also I fell asleep on the sofa. You did. I uh, had to wake you up. I, I know. I know you did. I woke. I woke up. It then soon after. Um, yes, Probably excellent. Good. It was a fantastic. Great night's sleep. It was really nice. Just that little bit of alcohol in me, just to help you fall asleep a little bit more efficiently. Yeah, just to give you that slightly deeper sleep. Exactly. Exactly. It was perfect. Um, on today's show, on today's show, we'll be talking about the fact that the McRib McDonald's first Woo! time in Australia since 2012. It's back in our yeah. our, our country. That is insane. Mm, it returns to the US every year, and it's finally back in Australia. So we'll be getting one quite soon for sure. Uh, also, we'll discuss with you the fact that Mr. Drew, I think it's I, I'll hold my coke, unless the McRibbers haven't decided yet. Uh, Mr. Drew got himself the PlayStation Classic, the mini version of the PlayStation 1 console. Um, he has that, and he'll tell us all about that. Of course, I also pl- finally, finally, as I was supposed to do months ago, uh, got and have now played um, on the PlayStation 4, as well as getting the Spyro... Finally. Uh, yeah, finally. The Spyro remake. Um, I've played that, and it's excellent to tell you all about that. And... Then, if we have the time, we'll talk about Chris McCarr, uh OC special episodes because we've been watching them and we've watched two. Well, together we've watched two of them, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, on with the show. What? Uh, let's talk about the McRib, shall we? Yeah, let's talk McRib. Is this our hold my coke or this or the? I think this uh, is a hold my coke because this hold is a my coke. The McRib is back. Yes, that's right. Okay, so it snuck up on us, but literally today, now, on sale, today is in Wednesday, not as in Thursday, well, both days, right now, McDonald's has the McRib on sale in store. You can have a McRib. Yes, that's right. I'm going to go and try several of them, even though it's the same thing. I'm going to try that. They've also, McDonald's has also launched, uh, where have I got the story on it? Excuse me. The the accompaniment for it. The accompaniment for it is yes, yes. Um, there is uh, barbecue loaded fries. Yes, that's right. So that, yeah, exactly. So it's fries, barbecue sauce, oh. um, and uh, onions on them, uh, caramelized onions. So uh, yeah, there's a bit of aioli on there as well. So, barbecue loaded fries topped with aioli, barbecue sauce, and caramelized onions. There's also the um, chicken McFeast now. So, it's just normal McFeast, but it has chicken on it. Uh, instead of uh, beef patty, uh, crispy chicken patty added to the tomato sauce, lettuce, pickles, and three sauces of the original burger. That's what it is. So, oh my god, like it's fantastic. I am beyond excited right now i'm salivating talking about it i'm i'm on the mcdonald's website just drooling over it i've never had a mcrib before i'm just neither have i i desperately want one and you hear about every year when it's when the the u.s brings it back out they talk about fries as well it looks 
But yeah, in the US, they talk about it every year, and everyone loves it. They want it to be a staple because everyone goes and has the McRib, you know. So now, it's why haven't they made it permanent? I don't understand. I don't know. I think it's because it costs them so much, and also because I guess sourcing the the pork. They don't do much pork. They do mostly beef. So you add a dollar onto the burger price, and everyone will pay it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't oh. understand it, but I really, really want it. And the fries. Ugh. And a liter of cola. A liter of cola. Always a liter of cola. Ugh. Yum. I just really want it. I'm really excited to have it. If I wasn't so full right now from the other awesome food launch of this week, which we should talk about as well. Is that Hungry Jack's? No. Domino's garlic bread crust. What? You weren't aware. I didn't tell no. you. I ordered one on its first day on Monday. I ordered one. Domino's have launched a new garlic bread crust for their pizzas. It is nothing short of outstanding. That blows my mind. I. It's. I. Is I, it taste like garlic bread? Yes. Oh my god! But it's like, true. but it's like garlic bread made out of pizza dough. <laughs> it's so good. God. I ordered one and oh, it was great. Well, I'm just with that. I just get a cheese pizza. I don't think I do a barbecue meat lovers. I got the eight meats. <laughs> Does it not feel like overkill? No, I took the ham out. That makes all okay. the difference. And I added the, well, co- I, added the I, Korean again, sauce. Oh. I'd, I'd, I'd never talk about garlic bread as overkill. I meant like the toppings of the pizza would be overkill compared to the garlic. It still um, worked. It still crust. worked. Okay. And, I, okay. and well. I still ordered a garlic bread on the side. <laughs> well, there you go. I don't think I could fit it. My stomach seems to be shrinking. My actual stomach pudge seems to be the same, but my stomach itself can't fit as much yeah, in it. I'm getting the same way. I had to split it over a few days. It, oh, there you go. It, there took, you go. it took a fair bit of time, but it was worth it. Well, that's like a pizza in the US. You just have to have that over a couple of days because it's just enormous. Um, I can't believe that, though. Oh, God. Okay. What do I pick? Do I pick my next meal to be McDonald's or do I pick it to be Domino's? You do McDonald's first because the McRib is, is a limited. limited thing. I think the garlic crust is staying for a while. Okay, and do you know what else? You know what Hungry Jack's has released now? What did they release? I've heard they released something. So, um, Australian burger chain Hungry Jack's is also serving up a new twist on its fries over summer. The fast food outlet oh. has joined forces with Arnott's to offer Arnott's <gasps> I did hear barbecue about shake of chips. Yum! I did hear... <laughs> so, I, I saw the pictures. Oh, so, yeah, I, I saw the pictures and I kept scrolling and I was like, what the hell is that? Is that shapes going on chips? Yeah. Yes, it is. It certainly is. And of course, if you're not aware, what if you're not listening from overseas and you're like, what's Hungry Jack's? It's Australia's Burger King. Mate, we're going to get fat. <laughs> I mean, gonna. They're going to have to roll us in and out of our studio. <laughs> well, I'm going to have skinny fat, which is just complete internal failure. <laughs> But still in a, not necessarily a fat ass's body. No, it's, yeah, um, yeah, it's where you're in, you're in a skinny body, but you just have a big round belly. Yeah, pretty much. I just can't believe that. Ugh, I'm a McRib. I've always wanted to try a McRib and I didn't get it in 2012. I know. And now is oh. my chance. I'm going to make it happen. <sighs> I'm so excited. And can I also say on the topic of food, as you know now, yes. I'm coming round to dumplings. Yes, finally. So I'm meant to be going to play tennis tomorrow or t- Thursday, the day that this is released. Um, About 12 hours from now. <laughs> yeah, so I'm meant to go play tennis. 
Um, my mate messaged me and said, if the weather's bad, do you want to go get dumplings in Chinatown instead? And I actually said, let's see what the weather does, which means that, yeah, if the weather's crap, let's do that. Okay, so you know where you go for dumplings in no. Chinatown. No. You go to Emperor's Garden. Okay, I'll go to Emperor's Garden. It is amazing. I'll go to Emperor's Garden. I'll remember that name. Um, oh. Okay, Emperor's Garden. Yeah, so I'm coming around to it. I love uh, pork dumplings. I love duck dumplings. Mm. I love duck. That's because I love duck. Duck's the, my favorite meat, I think. No, it's not. But I love duck. Duck's phenomenal. I want duck. Duck is delicious. Duck is delicious. Duck's great. Mm. I want duck meat now. God, no, I want duck. No, I want duck dumplings. And to dip it in the sauce thing that they give you, or they have the ones that they're all full of, like, juices. Yep. Yep. Soup dumplings. Yep. Oh. Excellent. I really want that now. I'm, not, I'm really, like, my I'm, heart, my stomach's rumbling. I'm not even hungry and I just want all this food. <laughs> yeah, I'm salivating, like, profusely. This is awful. Oh. It's just, it, it's <laughs> it's terrible. Like, this is, what the, what on earth? This is what our life has come to. That's Okay. I, I can't complain too I have another Hold My Coke because I think it's a week of Hold My Cokes. Go for it. Uh, Funny or Die announced today that there is a new podcast that they are launching to be host by, hosted by none other than legendary anchorman Ron Burgundy. Like Will Ferrell's going to play the character on it? Yes. Yeah, Will, oh my God. Will Ferrell as Ron Burgundy hosting a podcast. Well, see... Funny or Die can do no wrong for me, seeing as they launched for me... Well, they did Between Two Ferns. They did... Um, uh, Billy on the Street. Yes. Um, they also produced the Impractical Jokers movie, which is coming out uh, early next year. Like... I, I, Yeah, I'm in love with this idea. I will be listening. Of course, they also did the parody of... You know that parody... You know that, that, that uh, video, that black and white video of kissing a stranger? Yeah. Yeah, they did the parody of it where you poop in front of a stranger. That was hilarious. I remember like that. The, 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 <laughs> the beautiful, sweet music playing and someone's just taking a dump. I recall about 24 hours ago, we agreed that we were going to talk about something on the show today and I've clean forgotten what it was. I don't say that. We, we, were, we were chatting with um, two other people from our place of work and whatever we were talking about, we went, that, sh- that should be a topic on the show this week. Yeah, I remember that conversation was. I don't remember either. So if either of you are listening to this episode, can you remind us, please? Oh, it's going to kill me. I, yeah, because I can't remember. And it, it was funny and somewhat relevant. I don't remember. But if either of you are listening, please remind us when you hear this. Think right now. Uh, it wasn't the topic of Christmas parties. It wasn't the topic of people listening to the podcast or how the name came about. It wasn't the topic of anything around that. Um, oh, no, no idea. No doubt we'll hit, like, we'll hit the end of recording and then we'll remember what it is. Yep. Then we'll be like, ah, of course. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a shame. Ah, damn it. I went, ah. No, I have no idea. I'm going insane. I don't know what it was. Blame it on the uh, 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 alcohol. Blame it on the... Yeah, yep. I will. I pretty much will. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, th- I think we kind of have to yeah. after after the red wine. 
Yeah, well, that, I still don't regret that. I, th- I quite liked that last. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, uh, that was a good, uh, good end to it. That was the last. I, one. I, I uh, well, kind of. <laughs> it was the last one. I had prosecco downstairs. <laughs> I didn't. Well, why didn't you, you get me some... one? Oh wait, no, you remember? T- Re- oh remember, yeah. Remember, there were five glasses in front of me, and it was all over me when someone knocked one over. It was insisted upon that I take one of the five glasses so the other two people could retain their two each. Yeah, fair and enough. And I distinctly recall you having a sip at least. No, I didn't. I didn't. Again, really? remember someone tipped two over on the table. Oh, yes. And then my yes. arm was wet because I had to splash it away so it wouldn't go all over me. Oh, oh. Thankfully, I was wearing a short sleeve shirt point of the story is definitely go through several beers and then cap it with a red wine mm. just hit the pot hit the the spot and i say several because we we did lose count it, it happened yep. and so it goes just, just as we planned was our top was the topic that discussing the fact that we wore matching clothes maybe well, we did our christmas party we wore matching clothes intentionally yes and and it was good for a laugh at least yeah it was hilarious us. I loved it. They did. Yeah, really good. It went over well. And absolutely yep. did. It was fantastic. There was a lot of laughter followed by a lot of we're not surprised. Yeah, and then it was great when like even throughout the entire night we'd talk to someone for like twenty minutes and then finally they'd say, Hey, hey you guys wearing the same are you did you do that on purpose? It's like, really? You're just doing it now? Yeah. <laughs> My favourite was walking past a group and hearing one of them go, I didn't realise they were matching. <laughs> I just love that the theme was glitz and glamour and everyone was not glitz and glam. Oh, uh, the the host of the night, the drag queen. Yes. Who yeah, was that, that? That was the definition of glitz and glamour there. That was the resident drag queen, I believe. Yes, it was. Mm, it wasn't that. Wearing, wearing a stunning Santa top. That was yeah, I, that would look fantastic. All, all kinds of fabulous. <laughs> Absolutely was. Oh, dear. <laughs> Well, that, that's the end of Hold My Coke for this week. Um, I think we I think we can call it Hold My Liter of Coke Hold my this week. Yeah. Well, that sounds like something else. Anyway. Um, <laughs> pl- PlayStation Classic, Drew. PlayStation Classic, Phil. Tell me all about your day and tell me all about it. So today I went to pick up a PlayStation Classic that I had pre-ordered at mm. EB Games in Castle Hill. Mm. Big shout out to that wonderful store. If you want a good EB, that's the one. Anyway. That's the one to go to. They're amazing, really. Um, long and the short of it, picked up my awesome console, brought it home, unboxed it, connected it, and got to enjoy some nostalgia for the afternoon. Straight into it. What do you end up playing? What games does it come with, and what what did you end up playing on it? It's a bloody long list, so I'm gonna have to read out this list. I'm gonna have to find it and read it. Sure. But I I played through. I had a crack at about I think maybe five or six games. Mm-hmm. Just just a little bit. I just wanted a bit of a smattering of it. Sure. Just to get an idea again, and yeah. So, by the way. You know how they say, like, it's kind of small? It's smaller than the original? Yeah. It is really, is it really smaller? small. Is it smaller than the controller, or about the same size as the controller? It's the, about the same size, maybe slight, 
Uh, it's about the same size. Basically, That's tiny. It, sits, That's it tiny. sits on. I know it sits on my hand. It's <laughs> baby. Yep. All right. So, as per the PlayStation website, I've got the list here: Battle Arena Toshinden, Cool Borders Two, which I definitely played today, and that brought me back. I've actually still got Cool Borders Two somewhere. You're right. Um, Destruction Derby. Nice. Final Fantasy Seven. Popular. Yeah, biggest sales driver for the PlayStation when it first came out. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, the original with aerial view. Top down, look at that. You got the bird's eye view. Intelligent Cube. Never heard of it. Jump, jumping Flash. Never heard of that. Metal Gear Solid. Heard of that? Oh yeah, the original. Mm. Mr. Driller. Never heard of that. Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey. Yeah. Revelations Persona. No. Rayman. Yep. Resident Evil Director's Cut. Yep. R4 Ridge Racer Type 4. Yep. Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. Nope. Siphon Filter. Nope. Tekken 3. Yes. (laughs) Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Oh, the original... The original. Yeah, played that today too. That brought me right back. Twisted Metal? Yes, I remember Twisted Metal. And Wild Arms? No, no idea. Um, I wish they had Jackie Chan's stunt mask on it, because that would be the reason I'd buy it. And yet you have that already, so... Yeah, I know, but I just wanted it to be built in. (laughs) Just the Um, way you throw a fish on it and he says, hey, think fast. Yeah, it is pretty cool. (laughs) Um, perks of the console, mm. it came with an HDMI cable. Isn't that crazy that one of those... Wait, hang on. It came with an HDMI cable? It came with an HDMI cable. That's enough. In a that's world enough. where nothing comes with one. No, that's that's enough to, you know, for the, the sticker price alone. Oh yeah, that's like $50 out of the 150 already. <laughs> well, it's crazy that um, to have a PlayStation 1 with an HDMI port on the back of it and... It's, it's really surreal when you look at it because the box that it comes in is a replica of the original PlayStation's box. Yeah, the box looks fantastic. It's When you hold it, it's just this really freaky flashback. The fact that it's tiny, yet the um, original box. Pleasant surprise that I didn't quite realize in the pictures beforehand is that mm. the controllers actually connect to the PlayStation via USB. What do you mean? So the the controllers are wired. Yeah. Where they connect... Remember how they used to plug in at the front of the PlayStation under the memory card slot? Yeah. It's a USB slot, and the cable for the controller is essentially a USB cable. Well, I don't understand, because I'm looking at the the picture of the console. How how is that a USB slot? It's a USB slot. Is that how small it is? That's That's how small it is, yeah. But it's so deceiving because looking at... I know. <laughs> looking at the console... Yep. Like, it doesn't... No. Like, is it... Is it... There's the... Like, is there the end of the... the there's the plug thing that PlayStation <laughs> had to plug into it. But just on the end of that, there's the, a different thing. There's a USB socket rather than yep. that, that port thing. 
Yeah. Oh, they've they've kind of replicated the port thing on on the controller cable, but then at the end of it, instead of it being the weird PlayStation plug, it's a USB. It's a male USB it's with crazy. a female one built into the console. And I wish you could open the disc tray on it. I do too. Um, that that's the only thing I think I got a little bit sad about is that it'll never pop open. But at the same time, so small, not practical. But all the buttons on the top work. The when you press the open mm. button for the, the tray, not quite. So power is power turns it on and off, same as always. The yeah. reset button takes you to the menu. And the open disc tray button is for when you're playing a game that ran on multiple discs. Mm-hmm. It lets you alternate virtual discs to disc two. Okay. So, so if I remember correctly, um, Resident Evil, Rainbow Six, and Final Fantasy VII were all two disc games. Yeah. So that lets you alternate when when the game tells you move to disc two, you can then move to disc two. Right. Right. The thing I'm curious about is, That's can I take clever. these? Can I take these controllers and use them on my computer to play on Steam? That's. That's not a bad. I well, I guess so. Yes, you could. Because then I can play other classic games yeah. that have been ported across from the PS One into the Steam library. Is Jackie Chan Stunt Master there? I haven't checked. I take it you're now going to check. <laughs> Not just now. I will check. I'll have a look. Mm. But I love that. And I love that the con- the controller is the original one without the analog sticks. Yeah, it feels like it should be that as well. And it- I, I can still remember the PlayStation 1, the analog stick came out while the PlayStation was still around. Yeah. Like, um, and I still remember... Friends of mine had the PlayStation 1 and they had a controller without the, the analog sticks and they had one that had the analog sticks. And I never liked using the one with the analog sticks because like, oh, this big bulky thing, it, this will never catch on. It's so much nicer without it. Well, I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and then the PlayStation 2 came out and it was just always, it was the DualShock 2 and it was yep. heavy and yeah. And then the DualShock, no, then the six axis came out for the PlayStation 3 with no rumble in it, but light as anything. It felt like it was empty. Then the DualShock 3 came out finally, which was ridiculous. They didn't launch it at the start. The PlayStation 3 was such a mess of a console. So much better. And then uh, PlayStation 4 came out with the DualShock 4, and it's a completely different look. First time since the original PlayStation control, there's a different visual look to the con- to the PlayStation control. Mm. It's crazy. Um, the other fun fact with it, mm. the power supply. Mm. So... For anyone that's owned a PlayStation, you know that there used to be a bulky power cable for the first PlayStation. Even PlayStation 2 had a had a weird thing. Mm. And then it kind of went to two-prong power cables ever since. Yeah. This charges by um, micro-USB. <laughs> what? It's got micro-USB port at the back to a, US, to, to a male USB at the other end. You literally just plug it into a, a USB to power socket or whatever. In in theory, I could play it connected to a portable charger. What? That's yes. weird. Does it yeah. come with it? Does it come with a like the portable USB thing, or you have to provide that, provide it yourself? 
uh, the the cable came with it. I just plugged it into one of my Apple yeah, I was gonna say. USB wall things. That's yeah. crazy that that's the port that they've gone with. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. Size-wise, it makes perfect sense. But Yeah, I guess so. The whole thing has just been a weird experience. I, I had... I recently got a new um, television unit, as you're aware, but mm. for our listeners... Uh, I had left a big open shelf for this thing, not at all realizing how small it was going <laughs> yeah. to be. So I've now got it sitting next to the PlayStation 4 with the controllers piled up and, and the cables, and it just fits perfectly. <laughs> do you reckon if do you reckon I'll do a PlayStation 2 one? Like I, That's a big call because there are so many games... That would have to go on there. I'm, I'm so genuinely many. wondering. I reckon if they did, I reckon they put they could they could well do it. And if they did, I think games like Final Fantasy X or Kingdom Hearts would would make the cut. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Do Grand Theft Auto Three on it or Vice City or something like that? Just Vice City would. In. Vice City would make it in. What other games would be on there? Prince of Persia. That's not yep. a PlayStation exclusive, but. No, but I think it would stand a decent chance. What else would be on there? A um, God of War? Was that on PlayStation 3 or PlayStation 2? I thought that was on 3. Oh, I don't know. Maybe um, Spider-Man 2? Yes, 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 they got to do that. Um, What other games are just... What was... Oh, crucial for the PS2, there were a few. Because the There'd PlayStation be- 2 was the number one console... Up until, up until the Wii came out, it was the number one console. But the Wii only beat it because, you know, the Wii was such a gimmick that suddenly got so tired that everyone now just used them as doorstops and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, the PlayStation 2 broke a lot of records. In fact, I think the PlayStation 2... I think it's, it held the record of the most consoles sold until the PlayStation 4. I don't think the Wii beat it. I think the Wii no, won... the PlayStation 3 didn't beat it. No, yeah, yeah, because the I think the Wii just won that generation of um, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, PlayStation Three, and the Wii. I think the Wii won in that area, but then Xbox beat PlayStation as well. PlayStation was third place for the PlayStation Three because the PlayStation Three was just a, a mess, like I said. But um, yeah, I think the PlayStation Two still sold more consoles than other consoles i'm gonna try and look that up while we're talking well i've just i've just brought up a list on ign of the top 25 playstation 2 games Mm -hmm. we've got ssx tricky which is another snowboarding game i had never heard of Um, that ever espn nfl 2k5 Mm -hmm. maximo ghost to glory it's a capcom game Mm -hmm. disgaea Hour of Darkness. I've just got the results, by the way, for the best consoles. Oh, yes. Uh, PlayStation 2 on 155 million units sold. Yep. Nintendo DS on 154.02 million. Game Boy Color on 118. And original PlayStation on 102 million. Apparently. Oh, here you go. Here's another one that'll be on the PS2. Ratchet and Clank. Oh, Ratchet and Clank. I love Ratchet and Clank. Um, Jack 3. You know how the PlayStation 2, they already did a mini version of it? When? Like, the, remember there was the PlayStation 2 and the PlayStation 2 Slim? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How would they make it any small, any smaller? 
Because it would all just it'd be flash memory on a on a tiny little no version no of no it. but but how do they literally make the console smaller? The PlayStation Two Slim was tiny, like it was already tiny. It was already smaller than a control. Yeah, this thing will be a key ring. Yeah, um, they better yeah, do it. They better do it the way you can actually turn the little PlayStation logo around though. If they don't do that, I'll be very 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 unhappy. I did, yeah, I'd clean forgotten about that until the other day. I went and turned mine around. I realized I hadn't done it. <laughs> I love that you can flip it. You just turn it and switches. And I used to, I, I dead set to this day, love the sound my PlayStation 2 made. It made this wonderful hum sound. The fan would spin and it would be a great sound. Memory, oh my God, I'm having a total nostalgia moment here. Hearing the sound of my PlayStation 2 hum with the fan on, Pressing the power button and then the eject button was slightly <laughs> angled to stick out a little bit further. And green and blue, there were these wheels on the side. They were a great color blue and, and, and Do you green. still have it? Yeah, of course I do. The original black one. Yeah. I've got the original silver one. I remember the silver was the first of the colors. Then they started doing yep. They did a yellow limited edition, a red one. They did yep. a green one. Yeah, they were great. I, yeah. I, I've got the, I've got the silver one. I, um inherited it off our our friend that lives across the road from mm. you oh okay it was his old it was his old one um just gotta hook it up uh on this t- top 25 list i was right number 12 final fantasy 10 there it is makes the cut so i, I reckon they would include it yeah they should uh devil may cry 3 oh the playstation 2 is such an attractive console like it was a great looking console i don't mean attractive i'm not saying that a weird way i mean it was like really really well like designed burnout 3 Burnout Three! Oh my god! I'm I'm honestly a bit surprised that there was no Gran Turismo on yeah. the classic. Yeah, why but, wasn't there? But I'm okay with that because Ridge Racer is on there, and I love Ridge Racer. Yeah, but the original. Yeah, that's here funny. we go. Prince Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time. Yeah, there you go. That's a great yep. game. I played yep. that a, when I was in Berlin last year. I played that at a at a, um, a video game museum, and um, that's it was so cool. it's funny because I. I can remember that game so clearly. It was terrific to play it again. Um, number six, Resident Evil 4. Yep. Number five, Gran Turismo 4. Oh, that's enormous. Like, I didn't, I never owned it. Yeah. But I... It sold can... exceptionally well. Yeah, I can remember the hype of it. That was such a big game. Even people that didn't like car games yeah. play that game because it was just such a big game. Number four, God of War. Okay, there you go. Yep. Number three, Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah. Uh, number two, Shadow of the Colossus. Sure. Number one game, Grand Theft Auto 3. There you go. I can remember when I got Grand Theft Auto. I see, see, I remember I got the PlayStation 3 for Christmas, along with my siblings. Um, yeah. The three of us got it as a combined present. And we got two games. One was Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. And one was Grand Theft Auto. And it's because friends of mine had Grand Theft Auto and I saw it and I loved the console and I loved the game and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And we asked for it and then we got it for Christmas. And that was, I think back and I was, I'm always filled with more and more appreciation for these presents. Um, And yeah, to play that game was fantastic. I didn't even care that, like, I think the issue behind it was that it was, my parents didn't like the fact that it was particulant and there was like swearing it or something like that, but I didn't. It wasn't really about that. It was just fun to play a driving game. You could drive cars in a city like that. Like, that was so cool. Um, 
Yeah, it was a great game. I love that game so much. So I'm not surprised at all by that. I didn't think it would be number one, but but that's I I'm I yeah, totally believe I. it. I absolutely yeah. I understand that. That makes total sense to me. But that's it's a subjective list. To be fair, that's just IGN. Do you do you remember? Do you remember on Grand Theft Auto Three? I don't know if you did you did you play it. Much? I played a little bit of it at friends' houses. Well, on it there was this um, this aeroplane that you couldn't fly on it. Yeah, like it had it's like the wings had been clipped on it. Yeah, so you couldn't fly it. I would spend like hours trying to get that plane to fly. <laughs> hours. I went back three years ago because yeah. I just remembered that I couldn't make it fly, and I was like, I'm gonna have another crack on the entire city, all three islands of that game. I flew that plane. It's called the Dota. I don't know. How I just finally worked it? out exactly what to do. I wasn't so violent with the controls and trying to make it fly. And yeah, it was called the Dodo, so it wasn't supposed <laughs> to fly. But I made it. I made it fly. There's always a way. I'm very you proud sh- of myself. You sure you, you, yeah, sure you didn't pause it and go to the menu and press up, up, down, down, right, left, right, or? <laughs> I didn't make the cars have. No, on Grand Theft Auto Three, you didn't pause it. You did it on the in the game. Okay, I remember Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three. You'd have to pause it. And then do your little controls, and you'd hear this whoosh sound, and you knew that the cheat code worked. Well, on on um, Lord of the Rings: Return of the King, one of the I think uh, one of my favorite games on PlayStation Two, one of the greatest games I've ever played ever, actually. Yeah, you could put in cheats, and when you did the cheats, you'd hear this like sword being like sh- put in yep. a sheath. Yeah, and you knew you did the cheat work. You had to do that in the menu. That's- that was a great game. Oh, and PlayStation 2 out and play all these games again. The nostalgia works. And, yeah. and yet Nintendo still didn't announce the the classic Nintendo 64. Yeah, that surprised me. Who started it? Was it was it Sega that started the mini console? Or was that Nintendo that started the mini console? Atari. Okay, that's who it was. Sorry, not Sega. It was Atari. Atari, okay, Atari then Sega, it. then Nintendo. And now Sony's gotten on board with it. Yeah. Do you reckon there's a company behind it doing it all for them? Or do you reckon it's the console companies they're, like Sony, Nintendo? They're doing it in-house. From what I've read, they're doing. They're each doing it in-house. Well, good on them for getting on board with it. It's it's really good to see. I just want a Nintendo 64 mini. So do I. I want a Yoshi Story. Yeah. Um, Super Mario 64. Ugh. Star Mario Wars Kart. Racer. Mario Star Kart. Wars Racer, yes. I actually have um, Star Wars Racer. We have to have an evening of pod racing here. Yep. Banjo-Kazooie um, and Banjo-Tooie. Of course. Uh, um, GoldenEye. Uh, yes, GoldenEye, the classic itself. Yes, Ocarina yep. of Time. I love that Zelda's disc was gold and that Banjo-Kazooie's disc was yellow. And Pokemon Stadium. I never played Pokemon games. I know, but... Pokemon Stadium is a necessity. Yeah, no, actually, I would thing. agree because I can still remember in year two or three going to a birthday party, and at that birthday party, yep. they had a Nintendo 64, and they played, we played Pod Racers, a Star Wars Pod Racing the whole, well, most of the night, and then they changed over to Pokemon Stadium, and I even played that, and I was like, oh, that's fun. This is fun. I didn't understand it was Pokemon because I didn't know what Pokemon really was, but yeah, yeah, I can remember that game. Yeah. I can remember it. Oh god, man! No, I really want this mini PlayStation Two now, and internet, and mini play, uh, Nintendo sixty four. Well, what you can get now is a PlayStation Classic. Um, they've got them sitting on the shelves at EB and JB. 
I want to play some PlayStation 2 and Nintendo 64. I might have to do that tomorrow afternoon. Today afternoon. This afternoon. Have you still got your Nintendo 64? Uh, my cousin's borrowing it, but I'll go and grab it off him. Ah, good plan. Oh, I want to play it. Do you reckon if Xbox did a, a mini Xbox console, the only thing that they'd have to shrink would be the control? Because that control was a gopping, hideous lump of plastic when it first came out. Do you remember Xbox control? I've still got one somewhere. That thing was so fat, it felt like it had like a tumor on it. Yeah. Thank- like it looked like it looked like a fat PlayStation controller. I think I buried my Xbox somewhere. I've got I've got two 360s in here right now. One's one's sitting kind of hooked up and the other one is gathering dust essentially doing what you said the Wii does, working as a doorstop. Mm-hmm. What's interesting about the original Xbox is that it was actually an X. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. That was a cool yeah. console. I still remember friends of mine had it and I was like, what is that? And like, it's an Xbox. And I was like, what the and hell is Do you that? remember when you turned it on and it was that green bubbly factory thing? It, it felt really grungy, the logo, as opposed mm. to that that very cold metallic PlayStation logo with the sound. And I, 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 What I remember most about it was that I was shocked by the control. I was looking at the console and I was like, what is that monstrous or that evil thing there and thinking it would never take well just thinking that it wasn't playstation i was like what is that like why do you have that one and um i i didn't like that the fact that since then xbox they're up their original console and put an x on the box no they've tried to be sleek yeah i think they should just put an x on it you can put an x on the top of it yeah that's Anyway, that's... Wouldn't that's, kill them. No, no, that's right. Uh, anyway, that's uh, that's a little bit of um, that, oh. whatever we just spoke about then. Yeah, we're, we're not big Xbox people, no, so... <laughs> not at all. Um, yeah, so that's Drew getting a classic PlayStation. Uh, segwaying on from that, well, not moving on from that. Um, I finally, <laughs> finally, 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 finally got and have now played Spider-Man on the PlayStation 4. And... And the Spyro uh, remakes, which are fantastic. I'm so in love. I'm more surprised with this. Again, nostalgia. I'm more surprised with Spyro um, games than Spider-Man ones. Spider-Man's fantastic. I didn't... I wasn't sure what to expect with the Spider-Man one. And it is... It's very much like a like a Tekken or like an X-Men Origins Wolverine. Where it's kind of just mash the keypad and like do some fighting the fight scenes are there's nothing wrong with that sort of game i love that sort of game like i bloody love that that sort of game um so those scenes are fantastic but then it's amazing then to go web swinging through new york city like i'm still trying to work out the controls proper it's fantastic to be swinging through new york once you get the hang of it it's brilliant Mm. um get yourself to the top 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 of the empire state building well i came incredibly close i managed to pass Again, I was showing um, my sister how you know where I where I got to stand on the Empire State Building. So I've already kind of show already gone most of the way up, but not to the very top of it. And I jumped off, and I was like, "Hang on, I can't connect to anything. Like, come on, quick!" Oh no, no! You hold down the you hold down the drop button, and it lets you gain momentum, which they they tell you about in the tutorial at the beginning. Mm about how when you're swinging, it let yourself drop and you gain speed and momentum and then you can swing faster. Right. So if you drop from the top of the Empire State Building and then swing as you're about to hit the ground, yeah. it is incredible. Right. Okay, I'll have to try this. Also, 
also you've got to go find the Avengers Tower. Yeah, I'm surprised you ca- it's not obvious on the skyline. Yeah, you, you kind of have to be near it and then you're like, oh, there it is. And yeah, it's the one from the movies as well, which is interesting. Of course, yeah, 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 which yeah. is fantastic. Um, what's, what's annoying, though, is that the Freedom Tower or One World Trade Center is not in the right spot. So New York's as close as they can get to accurate, but it's not entirely accurate. Yeah. Yeah, because I can still remember climbing the Empire State Building and looking out at, Man- at that, you know, down to Battersea Park where the Freedom Tower is. And it's in a different spot, but it doesn't matter. It's fantastic. The Chrysler Building is where it should be. It's cool. The Met Building, Met Life Building, or the Pan Am Building is where it should be. Like, oh, things are, things are accurate. It's really good. I love it. I can't wait to just explore New York more, which is what I'm going to do. Definitely planning on it. Uh, but yeah, love the game. It's a great game. Really good game. What is good as well is Spyro. Spyro is amazing. You've nearly swayed me to pick it up today. Well, and I saw it for $39 and I was very tempted. Well, you, you've gone and played... You finally finished Crash Bandicoot, which is for te- well, the first game. Almost finished. Oh, so almost, almost finished, finished the, the first, first game. game. So I'm I'm a, like half a dozen levels left. Well, so congratulations on that. You've done really well for that. So I've got to Thank do you. that. I've got to do <laughs> Spyro now. But these, the classic games are great. Like, it's so nice that they've done it. I know it's almost a cash grab, but at the same time, like, those were great games. They were really good games. Um, and my mum walked past and said, when watching it, and said, oh, is that, you're playing it, what looks like a kid's game. Well, the original ones were, like, kind of are. Like, I know they were for all ages, but they kind of are kids' games, and that's what the, sn- the nostalgia is of it. Like, Well, this is the thing where I'm having a giggle, is that, yeah, it was a kids' game, but damn, it's hard. Yeah, I don't know how kids would think. I think they would have been distracted by the colours and just given up on the actual story. Because the Crash Bandicoot oh, yeah. one is almost impossible. Like, I, I'm still stuck on it, and I can't I can't work it out. Like, it's just painful. I'd, I, don't, I don't know how I beat that level. So for those of you listening, we've both been stuck on the same level of Crash Bandicoot. Which is on a bridge, a rope bridge with um, hogs running across it and icy, um, you know, timber uh, slats. And some that are broken, some that break under you. They've also, this game compared to the original game, made the function of jumping make you, you know, stop maybe, you know, 20 centimetres short than what you would on the original game. Which makes it so much harder when you're not used to it. All they did was alter the step pattern. So what it was, when you played the original, you had to leap at the edge of the step, wherever you were jumping from, you had to jump from from the edge of the step, but you could land just shy of the step and you were clear. Now what they've done is that you can actually step off the ledge and jump from thin air, but you have to land on solid ground. They've just yeah. shifted it across slightly. And for those of us that played the game for years, we had this pre-programmed in our brain of, cool, this is where you jump. Yep, all good, yeah. safe. I can't just, I can't string it together in a whole level. Yeah. I just get confused. It's a bit like playing the, um, like playing, um, uh, what is it? Uh, oh, Jesus. Mario Kart's on the Nintendo Switch, the latest console by Nintendo, the Nintendo Switch. Oh, it's impossible. The controllers are tiny. 
You have to drift through corners now by pressing a different button. You have to do like so much more things. There's so much more detail to it. That's like part of the fun of Nintendo 64 and um, Super Mario Kart's was that it was just ridiculous. Like it was just easy but fun. And now it's so complicated. This like I can't. I'm not. And I've played so much of um, Mario Kart's on the 64 that I'm not used to playing it on this one. So I just do an awful job of it. So I played it while I was in India. Um, at my manager's place with um, mate Joel, and uh, we, he smashed me at it because he'd never played it on the Nintendo 64 yet. I was with all my years of Nintendo 64 practice doing an awful job yeah. because I just couldn't. It just didn't translate at all. You can't drift the corners properly. No, it doesn't. The drift button doesn't work on the Switch. But anyway, you have to press or else it doesn't work. So, you know. Yeah. Again, you just can't transfer your knowledge. But ah, um, uh, again, on the plot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I was going to say on the plus side, the Switch is doing something quite cool right now. Um, they have released the original GameCube con- um, controllers for the Switch for you to play Super Smash Brothers. Really? Is that because the really controller was better for the like on the GameCube for that game, or is it just a yes, yes, right, yes. So they've been like, okay, we're going to re-release the GameCube controller for the Switch and release it in 50-odd different colours and designs. Like, absolute cash grab. What I, f- and have gone what I find interesting is that the Switch can be... The Switch is both a home console, but also a removable screen, and you can play it on the go. And you can play four-player by using the controls for the Switch, which the controls for the Switch are about three centimeters wide and about 10 centimeters tall and there's there's yeah, yeah and there's two halves them. of it the two halves would either go either side of this little mini portable screen or be joined together to make one square and that's your control or if you're playing mario kart for example you split the control in half and you give one person one half and the other person has the other half and you turn it and you use it as a little remote the control is so small that i just can't grasp it and get used to it and I have small hands, and I can't do it. I think... I, I think it comes down to the simple fact that we are PlayStation people who are used to this this medium-level yeah. controller. Not so small like the Switch, yeah. not ridiculous like Xbox. We have this perfect middle ground, and it it's very hard to adjust to anything else. And, and that's why we like Nintendo 64 as well. Because, to all intents and purposes, it is a very similar controller. It was slightly bigger, mm. but not yeah. bulky. Yeah, that's a good, good way of looking at it. Um, there was, while I remember, because yeah. we're still on gaming topic, there was there was what appears to be a little teaser of an announcement that came out oh. in the last 24 hours. A, a set of bright orange fluffy dice were sent out to some people in the gaming community with the um with a little calling card that an announcement will be made at the game awards on friday from these pink fluffy dice are the type that you would hang off your car oh sorry not pink orange orange fluffy dice and the orange happens to be the color really? of one crash bandicoot Really? So we may well we may be yes. well be getting our HD yes. remake of Crash Team Racing soon. 
That so is sick. We're hoping for the announcement on Friday. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I will fantastic. be out there getting that thing the second it's out. I never owned it, but I always used to play it at friends' house. I never, I, I never stopped playing it. We've still got our platinum disc of it. We, we still crack open the PS1 and play it. Or it also works on mm. the PlayStation 3. And I know you've got a friend across the road who has it and still plays it. Because it's a great game. Mm. It's always a great game. Oh. Dear. Dear me. Bring on the nostalgia. Yeah. But seriously, we need a Nintendo 64 classic with GoldenEye because I don't want to play GoldenEye on mm. the Wii. Mm. No, it's not the same. It's not It's not the same. I don't care how much they try to say that it's good. I it's don't agree. Same. It is not. Playing it with a little stick for a controller that looks like a giant iPod mm. shuffle. It does. It I, remember the, I remember the shuffle. It does not I work. the original shuffle. Um, well, oh. Drew, I've done absolutely no preparation for the final segment of the show. No. Uh, I'm going to quickly uh. jump on news right now just to see if anyone is absolutely newsworthy and deserves it. Um, I don't know. I can't even think of anything. Um, uh, there's nothing newsworthy this week. We've had a very quiet rumbling yeah, of Yeah, having week, said that, though, there's probably something and everyone's going, what the hell do you mean it's been a quiet week? What about X, Y, and Z? Well, while, while you potter around the news, I'll begin informing our wonderful listeners about how we've been commencing <laughs> December. So we've been diving into Christmas a little bit because it is the season, as such, we've both sat down and enjoyed the first two of the OC's annual Chrismaka episodes. For those of you unaware, Chrismaka is the brainchild of one Seth Cohen, who grows up in a household with a very Jewish father and a very Christian mother. So the young man had no choice but to create the hybrid holiday to end all hybrid holidays. Chrismaka. What is it? It's 11 days of gifts followed by one day of many, many gifts. Yes, indeed. It is the embodiment of embracing holidays and embracing the love and joy and the spirit together. And it also plays for a very, very entertaining episode per season. It is a shame there's only four of them. Mm. Uh, I may have found someone. You can disagree with me if you want to. You can say, no, nah, not doing it. Um, okay, so just earlier on, I was on Facebook and I was scrolling through, and um, obviously, um, 41 passed away, 41 being uh, George H.W. Bush. Um, he passed away. Very sad. However, there's this fantastic there's this um, fantastic footage of um, Bob Dole, former Senator Bob Dole, at the, at the, uh, the funeral, in his wheelchair, um, or, you know, in, uh, quite frail on his way to, to well, you know, yep. health. And um, there he is. He's unable to stand on his own, but he still finds the need and, you know, gets assistance to stand up. He can't even lift his arm properly um, just through some, you know, his health and also through some injuries he's sustained in war. He's a lot younger. Uh, but anyway, his, uh, his carer then stood by his side Helped him stand up, 
and then helped him raise his arm just to salute uh, George H.W. Bush. 41. Uh, so which one of them gets it? <laughs> I don't know, because... So they were both... Uh, yeah, they were fierce rivals, and Bob Dole would always often come off second best in their situations. Again, he was uh, never pr- uh, president. He was the Shannon Knoll. Yeah, he was never president. Um I don't know. Do they both get it? Do they get it? Does someone else get it? Is this worthy? I think Mr. Bush Sr. should get it. Um, (laughs) Bob Dole gets done again. Yeah. Sorry, Bob Dole. Especially because he was the reason why I brought it up. Yeah. Just because I think it's poetic. (laughs) George Bush is this week's... You did did some good. Yeah. You did some bad. 94, 91? I can't... I'm not too sure. He... Anyway, he's, he's uh, passed away after Barbara Bush died earlier this year. Um, you were the true embodiment of every other American president. Mm, that, that completes the Simpsons episode now. They're both mm. gone. Um, and yeah, okay. George H.W. Bush, you are this week's Sick Kent of the Week. And uh, that, Mr. Drew, brings us to the end of uh, the episode. Indeed. Um, Of course, if you do want to take part in one of these episodes with us, and we encourage you to, we do enjoy having guests on the show. It makes us feel like we're doing better than we are. Mm -hmm. Um, Please feel free to contact us. Uh, We accept all methods of... Contact. Communication. Yeah, I was going to say payment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we we do accept PayPal. And uh, we do accept Carrier Pigeon. We accept Facebook Messenger, text messages... Even a letter in the post, yep. if you know where we face live. Face to face. We, um, yeah, face to face. Like, seriously, just slap a letter in our face and we'll read it. Or just say to our face, can I be on the show? We'll say yes. Usually. Usually, um, Usually not always, because then we set a dangerous precedent yeah, if we say always. And of course, if you are on the show, that means you'll be in a very good chance of winning the sick Kent of the Week for that week. Um... And, uh, yeah, you get to listen to DJ Quad's uh, Take Us Out as he's now playing away right now. Mr. Drew. Mr. Phil. Thank you very much for being here for another week. Uh, and thank, thank you. you all for listening along. We'll be back next week with another episode of Kent and the Steering Team. Yep. yep.